Hello, hello. Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon podcast. I'm Katie. Uh, yeah, this is another mini-sode for you. I have an email from Joanna. Hi, Joanna. Thanks for your email. Just want to read it really quick and share her story with you guys very quickly. I know I say this in pretty much every episode, but in case you miss it, our email address is not so Molly Mormon podcast at gmail.com. And you're welcome to send in anything, any kind of story, even if it's not Mormon related. Still love to hear it. All right, here we go. I was raised Mormon, and my ancestors went back to the pioneers in the early days of the church. So it was something my family was very proud of. Although I was never a Molly Mormon, I definitely had a strong belief in it. When I was 18, I started hanging out with a guy who was less active, and I felt the responsibility to be a good influence on him. I eventually developed a crush and was convinced if I kept spending time with him, I could get him back to church. He eventually ended up raping me. I was convinced that since I put myself in that situation, it was my fault. I felt an immense guilt for months. And it wasn't until a college class that discussed, discussed consent and rape culture that I really grasped what had happened to me. Things eventually came flooding out, and I finally thought I had come to terms with the fact that I wasn't to blame. I decided to speak to the bishop about things. I flat out told him I had sex, but it was not my choice. He began asking me all these odd questions, like, what happened leading up to it, what positions, whether or not I had an orgasm, etc. I felt so sure of myself and figured by truthfully saying I didn't orgasm, it proved that I was raped and wouldn't be punished. The bishop took notes on the entire thing and after I said everything, he told me that I needed to stop taking the sacrament for a while. I wasn't allowed to hold a calling, I couldn't give prayers, etc. I started believing again that it was my fault. I left the church last year after going down the rabbit hole of church history research and started going to therapy shortly afterwards. It was my therapist who pointed out to me how twisted and wrong this experience with my bishop was. I'm hoping that by getting my story out there, more women in or out of the church can better understand consent and understand just how detrimental some of these church practices can be. Joanna, thank you so much for sharing that. I actually feel a little a little choked up reading it. I don't know if you guys can tell that, but um, I think this happens to a lot of women or a lot of people that they think that the sexual assault that happens to them is their fault. And then when it's perpetuated and you're punished for it by your bishop, it is absolutely so disgusting. And it makes me feel so sad and so angry that these things happen. But I'm very proud of you, Joanna, and very grateful that you are talking about it, that you wrote into us. And we're totally here to support you, and we love you. And and all of you listeners, if you've experienced this, know that it wasn't your fault. Uh, I've been in situations where horrible things have happened to me, that guys have done bad things to me, and I really thought that, oh, if I hadn't 
put myself in that situation if I hadn't been wearing that skirt or if I just would have been stronger then maybe it wouldn't have happened to me but no um no they were the ones who did it and it's not our fault so (sighs) heavy subject but something that definitely needs to be talked about thank you again Joanna and thank you guys for listening I'll talk to you next week bye